0: slam and jam we're back i'm back it's back it's another episode of the moron voice audio show and i am of course my horse the host of the show ian lawrence this is um thanks for everybody uh, coming back by the way because this is the first episode um we are the first episode back in after a little break the Mormon Voice Audio Show, meaning me, took a small little break from podcasting. We, I had a schedule change, you know. I got my new cat, Greg. N- marking today, Greg is one month in my custody. I've been a cat father for one month. So I've been busy. I've been training Greg, playing with Greg, watching Greg sleep, feeding Greg, cleaning Greg's litter box, been kissing Greg on the head, brushing Greg sleeping with Greg, so I've been been really busy, and honestly, I just kind of needed to figure out some things with the fucking show, because, I mean, I recorded fucking 35, 34, 36, I don't even know how many episodes I have done, I'm not looking at it, and I'm not going to look at it right now, I recorded a lot of fucking episodes, a lot of those are solo shows, as easy as this is, it can get difficult once you've told, how many stories do I have about Stone, I have more, takes time to think of them, right? But I'm excited to be back. We might not be doing weekly podcasts just cuz I don't know if I have the time to crank it out, but I I want to do at least one or two a month, three a month if I can, whenever I can, still regularly. I'm still going to shoot for Mondays too, I guess Monday mornings. I'm just kind of had to work out some new times to record and edit, working on some new guests for everybody. You know we love our guests over here. Thank you to everybody who's ever come on. If you know anybody who's interested or if you have and somebody you want to hear from, send them my way. Especially if they like um, skateboarding or guitars or I guess that's about all I like. Smoking weed. We do smoke weed here. Today I, I got a joint in a, what I call a never-ending bong. It's when I have a giant bag of weed and I'll just keep packing the bong until I'm stoned enough to forget to pack the bomb. The show will slowly be evolving, as you know. Last episode I we had the first ever listener music picks. The listener music picks went over great and I'm overwhelmed with the positive reaction. More on that later. We're rocking and rolling here. So the show's going to be evolving and if like I mean, I'm going to talk about what I know how to talk about here. If you don't know shit about guitar pedals, I'm sorry. That segment's not for you. You know, you don't like Blink-182? That episode's not for you. Okay? It's like, I'm doing my best here. Trying not to go and say call things retarded. Occasionally a retard might slip out here and there, but I'm fucking trying. So, either listen or don't. Because we're going to be doing things the way that fucking... We do things here at the Moron Voice Audio Show, which is how we've always done it. Just, um, you know, real rocking and rolling here at the Moron Voice Audio Show, everybody. In other news, we have um, uh, shirts. We got the new merchant, finally. I was kind of drawing my ass on this one, but... So, yeah, we the new t-shirts are in... Uh, it's kind of like the uh, Misfits. It's The Misfits even took this from a fucking old horror movie, but it's Misfits-inspired, punk rock-inspired t-shirt, the Moron Voice audio Show, featuring, it says, uh, hosted by Ian Jenkins. You tell me, um, how vain is it to, like, not only sell shirts with your name on it, but wear it around and take pictures of yourself in a shirt with your name on it? Because I kind of feel like a fucking goofball. But do I? Hmm. Anyways, the shirts are here, and they're uh, like twenty dollars, no matter what, shipped or in person. I really would rather ship it because, like, I really got to move them. There's not enough for me to hold on to for a long time, unless I've told you personally, I will hold this on for you. Um. And I'm, you know, I'm just trying to get get rid of these things. So they're twenty dollars shipped. I'd much rather ship them. I can give them to you in person if you're cool, though. And you don't live too fucking far away. I'm talking about maybe meeting up at, like, a skate park a town away from me. Anyways, I mean, we really have a great show ahead of us, and we're getting back at, at uh, the Moron Voice audio show with, um... I've already destroyed this fucking ball and I am baked. I guess I'll just uh pour up a coffee drink and we'll get going on. Today, I'm actually drinking... I never tried this before. The Dunkin' Donuts unsweetened zero-sugar coffee beverage. This is, um... Coffee, water, that's it in it. So, let's rock and roll and see how how this works. And I'm also drinking this fucked up, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also drinking this fucked up, um, what's this called? Not milk. I don't even know about this shit, really. To me, it looks like a Beyond Burger, but in a milk jug. It's uh, the Beyond Milk plant-based milk alternative whole i think this is less for kind of the vegan type and more for somebody looking for a dairy-free alternative um why did i try the whole you're asking yourself and you're asking me like ian why would you buy plant-based whole milk i guess what i'm trying to say is um i don't know change the fuck up what's weird about this um it has pineapple juice in it I tried like a little little sip of it before. It's not, it's all right. I won't be buying this again. But it's, everything in here is actually pretty fucking decent for you. And it has some weird things like cabbages in this. Got a lot of vitamin D2 in this too. It's actually not the worst thing for you unless you're not into soy, almonds, and coconut. It kind of tastes like all all those with a little bit of sweetness mixed in. Let's see if it uh, really tastes like whole milk. For those of you who don't know either, um, whole milk. Quick little description of it. It's obviously been a while since I have partaken in drinking of cow milk. But I remember what whole milk tastes like and is. I was never a big fan and I I liked whole milk when I was like a fucking little baby cuz I didn't know better. Again, if you like whole milk, that's fine. But we're in fucking don't not fucking with whole milk today. But I guess we kind of are cuz we're drinking dairy plant plant-based dairy-free whole milk. Whole milk is like the thickest and nastiest of all milks. It's uh, the thickest milk and it it has the most fat in it. So this is um, for people who like whole milk but maybe would want dairy free alternative. getting into it a bit more with my uh if you haven't gotten sick of them already talk about my cat greg what i actually call him is greggy I call my little greggy and i love him but there's one thing i mean good thing you get a free when you adopt a fucking animal from um the shelter not the pound which i always like to call it because it's funny when you adopt them they give you like a free little checkup so you get to bring them to a vet pretty much and I'm glad because this cat is like, and I mean, he's not, I'm not overfeeding this cat or nothing, but his farts, the way this cat farts is like human-like, like it actually makes sound. About two weeks ago, I'm waking up in my bed. My cat is next to me. I've just had a great friggin' rest. And I, But my cat is getting up on my nightstand with his fucking cat's hole about two fucking about a foot, less than a foot from my fucking face. Okay, the cat's asshole was right in my face. And I don't want him on my fucking nightstand either way. So I, you know, picked up my, my little sucker there. And I, it's not like I was squeezing this cat that fucking hard. Pick him up and he's like, two little fucking farts. I'm like, holy shit. And I'm like, did he really just fart? Like, no way. And then I smelt it. And I was like, yo, that straight up smells like fucking cat shit. Okay, and I, uh, I'm just like, and I've heard him farting since then. That's fucking th- a thing. I will hear him taking little toots, or you will smell it. And he, he will this. He'll he'll jump up next to you, jump into your lap, you know, come up on the bed or the couch, and he's nice and friendly. But sometimes, if you catch him right after a fucking shit, he's gonna smell like crap. God damn. I mean, I put the fucking litter box in my bedroom when I first, the, about the first month, the thing just left. I took it out maybe, I honestly, a few days ago, three days ago, because I came home yeah. from fucking work on a hot day. My room runs a little fucking hot. Anyways, so I walk in, and it smelled like, there's it honestly just smelled like a human being shit on the fucking rug. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was positive there's going to be cat shit on the ground somewhere. And there wasn't. It was the fucking litter box, you know. And my litter box is clean. I clean the litter box every fucking day. We don't fuck around with a dirty litter box here because I think that's gross. Especially because it was in my fucking... I cleaned out where all my shoes go and I put the fucking litter box in there. So I said, fuck this. Cleaning this out. You know, clean it the fuck out and I moved it. Now that at least it only smells like fucking shit in my room if he takes a little fart. We'll say yeah, I was giving him the beef, some beef food that came with him. I heard you're not supposed to give your cats beef food, <clears throat> but uh this isn't like real. I don't. It's probably real beef. This is cat canned cat food, by the way. This came with the animal at, at the animal shelter. They hook you up with some food, and I don't know if that was it because now my boy Greg is on a straight chicken or turkey when he has his canned food mostly he's on his kibble but i'm wondering if it's not the kibble either way man this cat fucking stinks it's the boss pedal of the week welcome to a new segment i'm running called the boss pedal of the week For those of you who aren't musicians out there, guitar players out there, um, guitar players love these things. Most guitar players love these things. Uh, Little effect pedals, like little stomp box, maybe some people call them. I think that's like an old school term of it. Don't really know who's calling them stomp boxes these days, but I call them pedals. The Boss Pedals are an iconic, iconic piece of music gear. They have the best fucking stomp. And I have a pretty good collection of them, so I figured I could run a little little informative, fun little bit where I talk about my favorite Boss pedals. And uh, my favorite Boss pedal of all time, that I own in my collection, is the Boss CE2W Chorus pedal. This is a stereo chorus pedal. So you can split your signal and go to two amps. And it sounds like, um, I don't know, like a... Sounds a little... Has like two little... So a chorus pedal, you get two two sound waves, pretty much. And they're, one of them is kind of wiggling, and the other one is normal. So that's your signal. And it add, adds a little... You can go anywhere from kind of just a light double to fatten up your tone to full-on uh, seasick tones with this kind of effect. Dial it incorrectly and results in sounds such as maybe Johnny Marr from the Smiths or like any fucking... New Wave kind of band, it's all over Van Halen songs also. Chorus is a universal thing. Some popular bands using it right now is uh, Turnstyle, which is kind of cool, and a punk band. All the indie bands use a chorus pedal. It's a standard. Most It's a lot of people's favorite modulation. But the Boss brand, the CE2W pedal, is a made in Japan reissue of the Boss CE2 Chorus. The c 2 chorus came out in, I'm pretty sure, like the, I don't know if it was the early 80s or what, but it came out in the 80s with a, the chorus effect that cause they were kind of basing it on their really popular Roland Jazz Chorus, which is uh, an amp really well known for this effect also. So they came out with a Stompbox version of it. And it's uh, all, all over fucking classic 80s music pretty much. This is a reissue of that, but it has a little fucking special switch there. So you get the original, the Boss CE2 mode. In the middle, you flick it in there, and you have your Boss CE1. Boss CE1 is just a different flavor chorus, A little more deep, a little more lush. Um, compared to the Boss CE2, which is maybe a little more subtle. Then if you flick the switch all the way to the right, you get a vibrato setting. Which gives you just your squiggly line so it sounds really seasick and out of tune but dial that in and you can actually get some pretty cool jazzy tones so the boss ce2w course is kind of a fucking expensive pedal but if you just want a chorus pedal it's going to sound fucking great some people might think it sounds a little old school if you're playing with a chorus pedal and you don't want it to sound old school i don't know what the fuck you're going for but uh my all-time favorite pedal of all, is probably ne- never mind even boss is this little blue box the boss CE2 W chorus pedal <laughs> and uh here I am I'm back then uh I like I'm we're going to be talking about pedals I want to like, incorporate I love effect pedals I love boss pedals so we're going to be running that segment more often it's really easy for me too so sorry if that's um not your fucking taste, but it's um some people's taste over here. At the moron voice audio show, also kind of kicking back out. Of liquid death. That's like a podcast water. I feel like, huh? Seven Eleven's the hookup. Here. So a lot of people are asking me. They're saying things. Yeah, at the moron voice. How was the John Mayer concert? Like reaching out to me. Was the John Mayer concert everything you wanted it to be? Did you enjoy the concert? This is the kind of questions I'm getting a lot lately. To answer everybody's questions, I know everybody's wondering, is yes. I really enjoyed the John Mayer concert. As um, some of the loyal listeners will know, uh, John Mayer is uh, a, a favorite guitar player of the Maron Voice Audio Show and uh, Common Topic. And um, don't pretend you don't like, I know some of you like them. Some surprising people have admitted their John Mayer love to me or their affections. Anyways, concert was great. Uh, We almost didn't make it. I'm not sure if we should use names. We never really fuck with names here at the Moron Voice Audio Show. Let's just say, I'll say his name because he was on the fucking show. Okay. My friend Pat was driving us to the fucking train station. And long story short, we didn't get on our fucking train. We had a train planned at, I don't know even what fucking time it was. Four or something? I don't fucking know. But we did not get on that train. Long story short, the train man who wears the little hat. I don't know if he had a little hat or if I'm just imagining it. He says, no, you will have to get on the next one and slam the door. And I'm smoking a joint right now. So... We say, fuck, man, we got to get on. Like, at this point, we're kind of figuring out, hmm, like, when we take the next one, we'll be coming in at 9 o'clock, I think it was, and I think we were thinking the show was going to start, like, John Mayer was going to play at 9 or something, maybe. Okay, maybe John Mayer was going to actually start playing at 9, so we say, we think we have a chance. We wait the fuck around. We sit around at the Mexican joint for hours. We go back to the Mexican joint for hours. We eat burritos. It's time for the train. We get on the train. I'm on this train. I'm riding this train and I'm listening out loud on my phone to Nickelback. Just for the sport of it, you know. And I'm like, it's a good fucking song I'm saying to everybody on the train. Meaning my two buddies and there's like one guy watching the fucking bur- Like, I don't even know what the fuck he was watching. I think I want to say he was watching hockey, but I'm like, is there even hockey going on right now? You tell me because I don't fucking watch hockey. I'm saying like you know, far away is not that bad of a fucking song, giving him an anxiety attack. Really, my friends, because like holy shit, this this is like some Spider Man two shit. We get to to the concert and we are we hear John Mayer playing when we arrive, so the show has started. We actually came into the song um, "Who Says," really popular John Mayer song with stoners. Who says I can't get stoned and plan a trip to Japan alone, he says. We came into that shit, or we might have come into that. Actually, no, that that was the song when we were like getting seated to. We came in, and it was a, a pretty fucking like tune called I Don't Trust Myself with Loving You. I'm like, fuck, this is like a dope song. We got to get there. Then Who Says comes on. I'm like, fuck, dude, this is like actual John Mayer shit. We end up getting bounced around seat to seat. You know, when you go to a big fucking place like this at TD, it's like impossible to find your fucking seat. Like the people working on they're doing their best. They're not that fucking helpful. They are not that fucking helpful. They just like point in a direction and there's like hundreds of people in that direction. We're getting kicked out of our seats and stuff. And you start, you know, it's like probably three songs in, I found out it was about, we came in like on the second song. So now we're about three songs in and, uh, we get approached by a fucking worker. They hook it up with some better seats. We go to the seats and we enjoy the fucking show, more or less, after being bounced around a little more. We didn't miss much, and it was great. I'll tell you, there was moments when I was like, damn. This sounds like it's like John Mary ain't using a fucking backing track either. And it kind of, it's like, they're so tight. This is a 10-person band. They're so fucking tight. Um, it's just like... Sounded like real fucking music. Three guitars. John Mayer and his two fucking homies. Can't think of their names right now, but I do know them. And uh, my my favorite member of the fucking band is the percussionist. He's got a drummer and a percussionist. Blanking on his name also, but he's like my new fucking hero. He kind of is this just bald fucking tank, and he plays fucking hand drums and rocks the fuck out with a tambourine. God damn, could he rock the fuck out with a tambourine. Show was great. Guitar solos all the fucking time. Some of them were so long. Never when John was playing, he thought it was, like, too long. But everybody got their solos in. Maybe the other guys, like, you know, they're rock stars too, so they took a long solo. But everyone wanted to see John play. And everybody fucking did. As far as, like, the crowd, there was, like... I heard people in our section, pretty much, like, any guy who was, like, my age or in that bracket was, like, a fucking guitar nerd, okay? I heard people, like, referencing things that I was, like, I can't believe they're referencing this because I thought I was, like, me and my two buddies were, like, the only nerdiest people that listened to the Corey Wong podcast with John Mayer. And they're, like, I heard them just, like, throwing references out. I'm, like, dude, there's, like, some fucking good... So, guitar geeks, um, like, teenagers, teenage girls, and then, like... A lot of, like, middle-aged women, and women my age, who um, grew up with John Mayer's music, apparently. So it was a kind of strange group of people. We were all getting along great. Um, For the most part, we were getting along great. Some highlights from the show was the Bruce Springsteen cover, I'm on Fire. And, of course, the guitar solo and slow dancing in a burning room. Also, when he pauses and everybody screams, um, you'll be a bitch because you can. That was pretty fucking funny. John Mayer fucking ripped. And uh, we all had a great time. And uh, I got into Nickelback on the train. Here we are, everybody. I think I got a um, a little old-time sake coffee bong in store. Um, in honor of the uh, John Mayer experience and the first episode of Season 2 of the Mormon Voice Audio Show, I'm um, about to hit you with a uh, coffee slam. Again, this is a uh, like the cold brew from Dunkin' Donuts and uh, my weed. Through the bong that was don- donated on, uh, I believe, Episode 3. Thank you again, Katie, for the bong. I'm still using it. Um, I'm not into this not milk really at all, so I'm probably not going to add any more to it. So here's a uh, coffee bong and we're gonna get on with it in uh three, two, one <laughs> <coughs> Fuck. It's been a minute. Hit one of them. gets all in my mustache. Shoot. So we're gonna be getting into some um our newest segment here. And, of course, uh, welcome back, everybody, to uh, Listener's Music Picks. This was a uh, early submission. Again, I have a great backlog already. Probably not going to be asking for any, sub- any more suggestions because you guys gave me so many. Thank you so much. Hopefully, I can get around to everybody's. And um, I might be playing favorites a little bit, choosing this one because it wasn't the first wasn't the second. It might have been the fourth. I'm going to be like, but whatever. Who gives a fuck? I don't. Uh, we're talking about a band called Deftones. I don't know if this person wants uh, a shout out, so sorry. You're not going to get one. I'm sure you don't give a fuck. And They said uh, they gave me two uh, different genres. And for rock, they recommended I check out uh, Deftones Around the Fur. This record is from 1997 bit of an iconic album, uh, in retrospective now, I wasn't like the biggest, I wasn't really into Deftones when I was like more into, you know, how it was growing up in the like 2000s as a kid, you like listen to some shitty fucking metal sometimes, and uh, Deftones was probably a little too good for my taste at the time, not that like the shit I, I like a lot of the shit that I listened to when I was a kid still, but um, just never got into Deftones, you know, but this is that iconic one around the fur. With uh, has like the girl in the bikini on the cover. Um, that was actually sh- that picture. It's so iconic, and it was taken by uh, Rick Costick, the guy from Jackass. Uh, he's like the photographer or something of Jackass. I forget what, exactly what the fuck he is, but uh, he he took that picture. So pretty sick. Um, and Deftons were like skaters or something. She knows skaters, some the singer, you know. You look back at those pictures, there were Dickies wearing motherfuckers with, like, Thrasher shirts in 97. And, like, you didn't play with that shit in 97 unless you were about that shit. So, Deftones is sick just for that reason to me. But, uh, they kind of get lumped into the idea of a new metal because at the time, I guess it was just that alternative metal sound. But to me, it's like, I can kind of see it, I guess. But I would argue and say they're, like, not really a new metal band. I mean, if you're comparing, like, new metal to me is, like, Korns a famous. Like, they. St- I don't know if they started it, but it's, like, they don't really sound like that. They sound more like alternative rock. That's why when this was recommended to me for my a rock album, I was like, you know, it really is a rock album. And uh, the idea of, like, I mean, 1997 was a long fucking time ago. This is kind of more rocky than other things. Deathstone's progressed in different directions, too. But at the time, you could already see where this thing was going a little more, like, artsy metal you know kind of compared to compared to other things i mean not to say bands like even uh i'm just like pulling like they don't sound exactly like slipknot but a popular band maybe they're lumped in with um fan wise is like a band like slipknot they don't really sound like that you know they're a little more like uh the cure or like uh i'm pretty sure chino has said like He's, like, kind of the Morrissey of that. Or like I don't know if he, like, said it that way. but Like, was a big influence for him, right? kind of shows with uh how this whole album works. It's, like, this really dissonant, like, emotional, fucked-up album, I guess, is how I would put it. And it's, like, I can almost picture, like, I'm nostalgic for a thing that's, like, it's, like, I can't... I wasn't even fucking there, but, like, to me, the, the vibe I get from this is, like, 1997... Like, baggy fucking pants, like, eyebrow ring, smoking cigarette, with like a necklace, like, a tight necklace, you know? It's Like, you're listening to the Deftones album, like, being angsty. Pretty sick, if you ask me. And, like, maybe you have, like, an eight, se- or, like, I don't even think they they had eights. So they probably were riding, like, a uh, 775 board. Listen, Deftones doing, like, tray Flips on flat or something. Really unique sounding album here. It does have some super fucking heavy moments. Um... Some, like, fucking standout tunes, I guess, would be, um, obviously, like, the hits are uh, My Own Summer, Shove, Be Quiet and Drive, Far, and uh, a song that I like, I don't know, um, I'm not really so deep into the Deftones fandom, I know that people are fucking freaks for them, and I've always liked them, my my two favorites, I like this one, this one's probably my third favorite Deftones album, or my second favorite Deftones album, but anyways, the the other song that I like is Mascara, which I would recommend listening to It's like, Listen to Mascara and tell me it's, uh, it's, like, hardly metal. It's, like, hardly fucking metal. Like, I don't know. Like, sue me if I'm fucking wrong. I'm just saying. I'm not even hating. I fucking like it. A lot. You know, I'm into it. But my two favorite Depth albums are, um, I never know how to fucking say this. Like, Koi no Yoken. I'm sorry. The one from 2012. I like that album. And, uh, I for some reason i like it i think i honestly like it because i know there's eight string guitars on it he likes to play eight string guitars it kind of does a little basic though but still really appreciate the play and gore gore was an album that when i first listened to like a few years ago a couple years ago i was like this isn't that good i don't think deftones is that good but a couple of the songs really stayed with me and i actually like that album that's the one with all the fucking flamingos on it but we're talking about 1997 around the fur well, this uh, maybe like change your opinion on 90s and 2000s metal. Maybe or probably not at all, actually. But if you like alternative rock music, because that's kind of what it is, is alternative rock, um, check it out. It's uh, pretty dope. I would uh, have to end up giving this one five out of five kickflips. If I could kickflip, I'd do five kickflips for this one because I like it that much. that's horse talk <laughs> so uh, welcome back to uh horse talk uh you know i love doing these horse talks and sometimes they get hard like i was saying earlier how many times tell me how many horse talks could you make okay i made like 30 fucking five horse talks so how many like unique funny stories do you have in your life So I'm thinking about horse talks, I'm like, oh yeah, like this one fucking horse talk idea I had written down, and I just never really did it, because I was like, kind of a fucked up story. So, we're fucking chilling, children are chilling, I'm a child, like fucking 8 years old, 7 years old, I'm 9 years old maybe. Maybe I was like, yeah, I must have been 9 years old, okay, 10 years old, who the fuck knows, let's say 9. the time I had some neighbors across the street and they were a little older than me and I would like try to fucking hang out with them but they were kind of like I don't know they I forget where they're from I know they weren't from um they were from somewhere in like I want to say maybe in Russia or something but anyways they were like they were pretty chill like we would watch the Simpsons and stuff but they were um just like they weren't bullies they were just kind of their own fucking different kind of kiddos looking back I mean uh and they had like the one thing that we kind of so we liked watching the Simpsons because I was like just old enough to be down for fucking um like Bart now uh you ask me who's my favorite my favorite Simpsons family member is Lisa followed by Homer they do love Bart I love Marge too I love them all but um that's just the family members anyways we fucking chilled with, we'd chill with The Simpsons. He liked to draw The Simpsons. So I actually learned how to draw a Bart at a young age. From the this guy. But we also liked Sega Genesis games. Yeah, the Sega Genesis system. The one that you had if you didn't have a Nintendo system. And I loved the Sega. And he loved the Sega. So we would, as kids do, like, do Sega shit. Like, talk about Sega games. We didn't really go over each other's house, but we would, like, show each other Sega games. So one day he, like, sets up his own fucking yard sale. In his garage, my homie. His name is Boban, by the way. Boban, or I'm pretty sure Boban is how, how what what we what I called him. And Boban set up a fucking yard sale in his garage with like remote control cars and Sega games to like trade for my Sega games. And he invited me over one summer's fucking day to look in his fucking garage with his little store he made. And I'm with, I'm actually with my fucking cousin at the time. Because that was like that trashy kid who's like hanging out with his cousins in the summer, as you can tell. And. We're smoking a joint, by the way. Um. Um. We go over there because he's like fucking saying, like, come over here, like, I want to show you. And, um wanted to like trade for Sega games for like either like his like shittier games like one of them was football I remember <laughs> like congratulations I don't want that um but he he actually did have some good games but not, not for trade and um he wanted to trade a remote control car with no controller for a game of mine he wanted I think it was my Bugs Bunny Bugs Bunny Double Trouble if you ever played that one growing up kind of a shitty fucking game some really horrible fucking levels in that um and i was saying like no definitely not like that has no fucking controller i don't uh-huh. want like bugs bunny sucks but i'd rather have the bugs bunny than a useless fucking toy car and so he got fucking lit up and was so fucking mad that was the thing about this kid he he would get fucking pissed i remember you know um and he actually what didn't you know we in the garage grabbed a fucking axe and started chasing me and my goddamn fucking cousin the street is so so fucking close so uh, the house was probably a fucking 20 second fucking run at that you know but uh we were fucking scared you know he had it over his head believe it or not running over across the street with his axe and uh, we were screaming we went inside of course um i remember it was pretty fucked up and we were scared we stopped uh i believe that was around the time i stopped hanging out with old Boban after he chased me with an axe. I think that was resolved from the fucking uh, parents. I mean, I guess uh, kids will be kids, you know. Um, but goddamn, that was not a good move to... So, check this out. If you, like, have a yard sale. Let's say, like, even if you don't have a garage. If you just have, like, a lawn sale and you have a couple things out. And somebody says, like no, I don't want to do that deal, like, or something, like, don't grab the axe and chase them across the street, because they're probably still not going to do the trans transaction with you, but fuck, uh, besides that, bob is a pretty fucking rad dude, and, uh, here it is, everybody. It's the end of the first episode from our little break. And that whole talk was a little bit shorter, but uh, I figured the story of getting chased with an axe was kind of funny enough But you know, kids will be kids, you know. Thanks for everybody uh, sticking around and uh, asking where the fucking episodes are. I have people saying "I uh that your shirts are nice and all, but I want something to listen to on Monday and I have. People saying, you know, like, kind of like listening on Tuesdays and whatnot. We're still shooting for at least on Mondays. I don't know if we're, this is going to be doing um a weekly show anymore because it's just so fucking hard right now. Maybe at some point I'll be able to. But uh, so we, we have our shirts. Speaking of which, I know you, you'd probably rather have pod, free podcasts than paying for shirts, but there are more on Voice Audio Show shirts. They're, uh, again, $20. Reach out to me on Instagram if you're interested in those. We can uh, send me a direct message, huh? And I'll give you the deets. I'll give you the deets. Um, this has been a uh, another successful episode. I uh, thank you all for listening. Um, Remember to get at me on uh, the... Uh, if you listen to this, like I always say, you probably know. If you can get at me on the Instagram. Send me a DM... I mean, give me music recommendations, and maybe I'll go through them. If you want to come on, or if I've talked to you about coming on, you got somebody, shoot me a message. Sometimes it's hard to work out with schedules. We're on the Spotify and Apple Podcasts, of course. Just type in The Moron Voice Audio Show. I'm your host, Ian Junkins. The host of the show is me. my show. The Moron Voice Audio show is a show I made to I guess now talk about guitar pedals.